so today is our third week. We have come through, um, January is our prayer emphasis month. We did a week of prayer and fasting. We concentrated on certain things during that week. And when coming to this week, it's a pretty amazing thing we get to experience and learn more about, be more encouraged on. And the title is Wonder Working Power. Now, here's the thing with this title. There was a subtitle that kind of gave away how the power happens. But I'm going to let you know how it is when I read our scripture for today. In Hebrews 6, 1 through 2, it says, Let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance. Here, this is the highlight. This is a fundamental thing to our walk with the Lord. Of repenting, that's fundamental, from evil deeds. Placing our faith in God, fundamental. Instruction about baptism, fundamental. The laying on of hands. That's what we're talking about today. Fundamental. The resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Fundamentals. When we're thinking about what a fundamental of our faith is, I'm thinking prayer. I'm thinking, you know, sharing your your testimony, fundamental things. Laying on of hands, I think because I think in my brain, in my memories, and in the TV shows and the movies I've seen of Jesus, I'm like, that's a super Jesus thing, like laying on of hands. That's, that's super healing ministries, spiritual giftings, my healing number on that's kind of down here, my pastor one's way up here. But when I see it's fundamental, something tells me that means it's in everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone that has Jesus living inside them has that power and that ability. So, what is laying on of hands? There is, there are so many expressions that deal with touch. So, of course, just disclaimer, we are talking about healthy. We're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about all of that stuff. We're talking about Jesus. Well-boundaried, well done, good and faithful servant type of stuff. Aside from that, when you, I know my husband, I'll never forget, we would go shopping in Winco. God bless Winco. And we, he would be pushing the cart, and I'd be standing next to him, and I would just put my hand around his arm, and he, one day he just said, I like when you do that. Just that, what that does to somebody when, um, when my daughter isn't feeling well. You know, there's, there's different types of touch that we do. Like there's the, the, the forehead touch, or you do it with your lips. So you can kind of tell the temperature. But not only does that tell you her temperature, but it shows her care. There's when, I mean, it's football season, right? You see the guys on the field, and they're doing their things. And it's like it's a sign of camaraderie, you know? Like we're in this together. We're a team, So, in scripture, what is so incredible is that 
it's not, there is that. But then there's this added experience that can come when you add prayer to that. We had um, a morning prayer here, and somebody brought up not feeling well, and she had a specific area that was troubling her. And so what did we do? We laid hands on that and prayed over that thing, laying on of hands. Something about the laying on of hands. The laying on of hands denotes relationship, connection, goodwill, and support. It's one of those nonverbal communication things. It's incredible what can happen when you just put your hand on somebody's shoulder. You don't have to say anything a lot of times. It's just, I'm here. I feel you. A lot of times we don't even know what to say. Sometimes laying on is the best thing we can do. And we, I tend to get in the way. My words get in the way of what the Lord's working on sometimes. Now, to get us started in this, I'm going to ask Carol if you can. We have a special time today. The way that our service layout usually goes is we unpack and then we get our points at the end and something just wasn't feeling wasn't feeling the flow for that for laying on of hands I just saw so much potential in what the Lord wanted to do through that and so he's like you know what why don't you put an experience between each an opportunity to experience each of those points instead and I'm like oh, thank you God, you're just so good. So our first one, we're going to have our kids come out, and we are going to pray over them. I'm going to pray. You guys are going to extend, and we're going to look at this verse in Matthew 19, 12 through 14. One day, some parents, I'm one of the parents of two of the girls coming out, and teachers, the other parents. We got dad over here. <clears throat> One day, some parents brought their children to see Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for helping us be able to learn from the disciples. But Jesus said, let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And they're coming by faith. And we're just going to believe that they're coming. <laughs> right now, we're just going to, we're going to go ahead and start. Here we go. Come on, guys. Come on. Our awesome kiddos. Let me just line up right here. Right here, right here. Good job. If you want to hold hands, if you want to stand, it's totally fine. We're just going to be quick. We love our kids here at Gateway. We're just going to do a quick prayer. God, we bless these children. We thank you for what you are working out in their lives, in their young lives, the secrets that you are sharing with them, the dreams you're giving them, the experiences you're giving them, the teachings you're giving them the healings you're giving them, 
God, I thank you that they do not have a junior Holy Spirit. They have the full thing. And we are going to see amazing things, amazing gifts, amazing stories coming out of these young lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, guys. So here we go. We got the kids going. I'm a firm believer. I love the thought of like, and I believe we're going to see this. It's not just the big church experiencing things. They're going to be back there doing stuff that overflows onto us. Does that sound exciting? I mean, any church, not just them, all the kiddos. I mean, the enemy's rising up against a generation, so I'm ready for them. I'm ready to equip them. I'm ready to do my part to help encourage them, guard for them, teach them. We get to be the overflow of their energy, <laughs> their life, all of it. Our first point today, we're calling these keys to help us experience God's power. Our first point is God wants us to access him in prayer. Like I said earlier, um, there is something that sets us apart as believers in Christ. There, it's not just, I believe Jesus died for my sins. There's something special that happens when you understand there is a Holy Spirit power now residing inside of you that now you have access to share. And the way I believe we can engage that is, I know sometimes when I'll get, like, I'll kick my shin or something, the cupboard's up, and Eric's like, rub it out, rub it out. <laughs> and I'm like, rub, 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 rub. But then it's like, you know what? I need to pray over that thing, not just rub. There's something extra. I know one of the words the kids use. There's something extra that happens, and I probably didn't even use it right. But it's like prayer. It activates something. It reminds me, imagine the Coca-Cola bottle. That's touch, right? That's laying on of hands. And prayer is the Mentos. And then, <laughs> bam, power, right? Explosion in the spirit. Do we have the faith to believe that that's the kind of stuff? We have access to that. Resurrecting power. Prayer. Especially when we've cultivated the habit and the culture of prayer in our lives and in this place, there's something that's already there. We're all ready. Number two, God wants to forgive us of our sins. Now, when talking about laying on of hands in this particular point, it's like, well, how is that exactly expressed? And when we go to the Old Testament, in Leviticus, it paints the picture of what it was like in times of offering sacrifices, of offering sheep and lambs and birds, all that they could do. And one important part happens in Leviticus 1.4. The person bringing it is to lay hand, his hand upon its head, and it then becomes his substitute 
the death of the animal will be accepted by God instead of the death of the man who brings it as the penalty for his sins. So we understand this sea of beasts, basically, and these people, and the, the Lord, the, the working power of their faith to believe, if I lay my hands on this thing, it will symbolize to the Lord. He will know my heart. It will symbolize to the Lord. I lay it on this animal, and he's, the animal is going to take care of it. And they had to do that over and over and over and over again. And then we think of Jesus, where it was all taken care of. Imagine him on the cross. His eyes, I'm sure there's something going on, even when his eyes were open, he could see every single one of our faces, hear our heartbeats, know that we were coming. Almost a symbolic way with every stripe, with every injury that was inflicted on his body was almost like a hand being tra transferring. I have to lay my sin on you, Jesus so that you can take care of it. And he did it. Why? Why did he do that? Because he loved us that much. I think when we talk about power, and it can get a little self-empowering, what kind of gets the humility back and making sure we realize it was somebody else that did this for us mm -hmm. is remembering where it started with his love for us, his desire to be reconciled with us. After all our decisions, he's always there, ready. And what happened in 1 Peter 2.24, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by his wounds, you are healed. Wonder working power. Right now, I don't know about you, but I'm human. I am working to be as Christ-like as I can be, but I still make mistakes. I still get angry. I do think, you know, like things that I probably shouldn't do, and I ate too many Cheetos that day, and, you know, things that I know better not to do. Some, it's, it can be a little rougher choices in our lives, and I want to invite you to ask for forgiveness. And if you are not sitting right next to someone, I'm going to just ask that somehow you find a way to touch at least one person. Just touch at least one person. If you're comfortable, if you're comfortable. There's no, if you don't, it's totally fine. You just hold your own hand. And in your heart, 
think of that thing, whatever it could be, and by the power of laying our hands on one another, sharing touch, and believing, believing that the Lord has the power to forgive that sin right now, we say, Lord, forgive me. And I receive your forgiveness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, God. You guys are amazing. All right, number three. God wants to bless and promote us. There is an incredible story of Moses and Joshua. It, um, you know, Moses, he made some choices, and the Lord had to be like, you're not, you're not going to be able to see the promised land. So we have to, I'm going to scoop you up, and you'll have to see it a ways off, and and glory, and in that transition, there was Joshua. And when we think of blessing and promoting, blessing, I mean, there's a lot of ways in the Old Testament, it was very um, common for the father to bless his children, his grandchildren, state what was coming to them in the future, prophesying things over them. And then there's this promotion moment in Deuteronomy 34.9. It says, now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom. Why? Because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. I think it's really interesting when we think of different processes in our, um, in our walk with the Lord. We, um, we see accepting Christ into our lives. We see um, baptism of the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's incredible what can happen. You have somebody, you say, does anybody want to have the Holy Spirit be baptized in the Holy Spirit? And what, what happens? Thank you, Jesus. They lay hands on. That's right. You lay hands on them. And then when you're water baptized... When you're water baptized, that'd be really hard to do on your own, right? You got to have your hands, you got to have somebody laying their hands on you to do that thing. The dead man, the new man. It's a sense of blessing and almost promoting in the next season, the next thing the Lord has in your life. When um, Eric and I were ordained, pastors we are up at San Jose at conference and what happened we had our our campus pastors our leaders behind us we had pastor David our lead pastor laying hands on us I mean there's something special that happens in that and he said it was great because I mean you're having all this you're having these transitions happening and he said they came in as Eric and Elena and they're leaving as Pastor Eric and Elena. It's just like reality. How, what an incredible black and white sort of picture of promotion. Now, one thing I want to do 
in this is pray for those that are rising up in our church. If I could have any of the team leads stand. These are people that are in charge of different ministries and the things we get done here. And if I could have Pastor Stephen Jan stand. Renee, part of our Prayer Shield team. These people are being moved and have been established in roles of promotion. Our coaches, Pastor Stephen Jan, are being promoted to, from being campus here, campus pastors here, they're able to pour out. Alice is connecting people. We've got hospitality and ministry. Money is not a small thing to steward. Thank you, Richard. And right now, I, as an Eric, are going to just touch and pray over you guys. God, we bless our leaders at this church. We see them. We appreciate them. We speak life and health. We speak provision. And I'm sure you guys are leaders. God bless you guys. God, we thank you for everything they put their hands to would prosper. Their families. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We thank you for their obedience, their faithfulness. We thank you for their heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing that pours out of them. How they're willing to be used, really in any capacity. They lay themselves down over and over. In your name, Lord, ready to share your love. Ready, in season, out of season, ready. We bless them, Lord. We bless them, Lord. Thank you, God. Mm. All right, you guys can be seated. Stan in the booth, bless, bless, bless. Belina in the back with the kids, B in the back with the kids, bless them, Lord. We see them, we do not forget the ones behind the scenes, Lord. Number four, God wants us to belong to a local church, a family. 
So what's really interesting is when the Lord was commissioning after he, or when he was going to ascend, he gave the disciples a scripture, on, or didn't give them a scripture, he told them, we have the scripture, um, how, the minute, how to minister to the lost. And when I was reading it, it occurred to me how attractive them doing this would draw the lost to the church. They weren't just like, okay, here's, a, here's your healing. Okay, see a peace. It would want them to, where, how is this happening? How do I learn more? So here we go. Let's read. On, on Mark 16, 17 through 18, Jesus says, these signs will accompany those who believe. Who believes? We've got it. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents in their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. It doesn't say they will lay their hands on the brethren who are sick. Any, any. So you're walking around and you see somebody. I remember we were, don't judge where we eat, but we're sitting in front of McDonald's and we're waiting for our order to come out. And I see this guy, you knew he was troubled. You just knew. And something inside me, it was like wisdom and all these things, but your love and your pastor heart. And you're just like, you know, you have the answer, but like you don't know what to do. And it's like, I want to know. I want to I want to go and I want to I believe. I don't know about you. I I feel like I really have the capacity to believe for great things. When you hear somebody needs help with praying for cancer, I mean there is no doubt in me that says maybe. I don't think I'm believing. You see somebody living in poverty like broke down spirit broken and you're thinking God's will and all this and it's like no he wants them free and he wants them whole and shalom like nothing missing nothing broken I want to be the person that has the boldness to not be like well that's for the evangelist Mm -hmm. oh lord don't get me started we are we have who lives inside of us jesus i'm tired of walking by people and feeling like that's my assignment that was my assignment no more missed assignments Anybody else? You want to say no more missed assignments? No more missed assignments. Let's raise our hands. God, I pray right now. And with, I know we're talking about laying on of hands, but we're reaching with our hands to you, to touch you in this, Lord. We come to you boldly, boldly, 
you said to come to you boldly, and we ask for that boldness in the spirit to be able to go to people. And if there is any hesitation in us, Lord, help our faith to believe. Break down any fear, any hesitation, any preconceived notions, any reasonings that discounts us, that disqualifies us, Lord. Yes, of course we ask for wisdom, but God, I believe. You said we could pick up scorpions. We could drink things, and it will not harm us. God, we receive your healing power to be that witness to that sick person, and that would be a light to them that they want to belong to us. And we know the answer isn't us and we tell them, come on, I've got a place you, nobody's, we love you. We welcome you. We'll celebrate with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Another part of the local church, are there any sick among you? So, in James Five fourteen through 16, he is explicit. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil. oil. Where'd it go? <laughs> we planned that. I was just telling Pastor Steve, they need to make these in like neon so you can find them across the room. Oil. In the name of the Lord, such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. All right, this may take some boldness. I think we've got brave people in here. Who isn't feeling well? Raise your hand. Or stand, come on, woo, come on, yes, we got bold people. And where are my elders in the house? Yes, <laughs> we need to pray for our elders, but let's get our elders. Stan, Carol, Pastor Stephen, Jan, Eric, let's get some oil. We'll come to you. That's right. I got some oaky in my, in my blood. Here we go. If anybody wants to extend their hands while we do this, Father, right now, if you want to pray, if you have your Holy Spirit language, go right ahead. God, we believe. We add our faith to theirs, and we believe that whatever is ailing, whatever is discomforting them, whatever is um, the doctor has named it, you know what it is, Lord. And we have the faith to believe that you can break that thing off. You can break that thing off. God, we believe. I believe. Dissolve it. Align it. Your blood, your healing blood that was poured out. Pour over them, Lord. Pour over them, Lord. Jesus, mighty name, 
If that thing has been there for a long time, we believe that it is time for it to move in the name of Jesus. Go into those pigs. We cast you out. Go to the pit of hell where you came from. We claim these people. You have no right. And it says you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the power that only you, it's only through you. And we do this not for any glory of ours, but for your glory, Lord. And we do it with the witnesses around. People will know. You can sit. Our final point. God wants us to experience his power. Oh, Lord. I feel like there's all these different facets of experiencing it that we've been able to do today. And now we come down to it. Who wants to experience his power daily, hourly, minutely? <laughs> what kind of power is it? Wonder-working power. I love that song. There is power, power, wonder-working power in you, Jesus. Jesus was blessing the children. Paul imparted the Holy Spirit. And then in Matthew 8, 1 through 3, there is an incredible depiction of this on the chosen where it says when Jesus came down from the mountainside a man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said Lord if you are willing make me clean Jesus reached out his hand touched the man I am willing, he said. Be clean, exclamation point. Immediately, he was cured of his leprosy. I, I can't help but when I hear stories like this, I put myself in their shoes. Leprosy, like it didn't, leprosy doesn't just happen like overnight. It doesn't cover your body overnight. It's a process. It grows and takes over. So how long had this man been constantly untouched, untouched, distance? The rules of the unclean, he had to, he had to always be a distance away or else they'd 
throw whatever they could at him to let him know and cry out, unclean, unclean. How would you like that to be called out like that? If anybody has experienced something like that, yeah, what that would do and the power, not only the healing power, but all of the sudden, the unwanted was broken off of that man. Not just the leprosy, the isolation was now broken off. The, the hopelessness, the no future was broken off. And when we think of what a healing means to somebody, you think all the way from an ingrown toenail, a runny nose, to cancer, leukemia. I mean, where it's a, in the world, it's a process, and maybe it's not even going to work. All the things that happen to us emotionally, mentally, financially, mm -hmm. going through these things. And when we have identified, realized, and become fully aware of what power resides in us and what can now happen when we lay our hands on someone. Or maybe it's someone representing someone. They can't get here. They're dealing. They're in bed. But you know what? I'm willing to stand in the gap for them. And the multiplied power of Jesus will take care. He's willing and able. Are you willing? Yes, I'm willing. He's able to take care of the healing of the disease, the healing of the heart, the healing of the mind, the healing of the disconnection. The ripple effect of what a healing means. Now a family can happen. Now we can have, now I can get married? Like, all these things. Now I can have relationships with people. I can go eat with somebody. We take so much for granted sometimes. And then we have our own things that we need power. We need the Holy Spirit to break off of the way that we think of ourselves the way we think of other people, our habits that we may have, that just it needs a supernatural moment, and you've done all that you can. People get in so many situations, and it's amazing what they will put themselves through, but when they get desperate, what are they going to turn to? I want them to be next to me. I want the desperate next to me because I'll tell them. I'll tell them what they can do. I'm going to hold their hand. So this is what we're going to do for this. If everyone could put their hands out like this, Pastor Eric and I are going to go by and pray for God's wonder-working power to be imparted into you. You know what? If I could be so bold, I'm going to ask you guys to come up here to the altar. We're going to exercise this altar today.
we seal, we seal up this time. We ask that you have deposited something special into each one here. By faith, we know that it will be tended, it will be watered, it will not dry up, it will not be plucked. Good ground here, Lord, and by faith we expect to see fruit of your wonder-working power work through our hands. Let us be a great representative of your compassion, of your love, and of your power. Bless these as they go. Bless their day. Bless their travels. Keep them safe, healthy, full of peace and joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our Gateway Sermon Podcast at our Gateway City Church, Clovis Campus. We'll be releasing a new episode every week, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out. Gateway City Church is one church that meets in multiple cities. To find us or to learn more, visit mygatewaycity.church. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next week.